Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. <laughs> Apologize for my voice this morning. I choked on some oatmeal and now today the rest of like, you know, just it got lodged in my throat and I went on a coughing fit and now I have a, a horse throat. Old oat mouth. Old oat mouth. Hey, um, if you want to see Anya Marina, the singer of our theme song um, in New York City, you can go see her. March 17th, Thursday at Rockwood Music Hall. I told her I'd give her a shout out for this because Woo. she's doing a live show for the first time in forever. And uh, yeah, so if you're in New York City, Rockwood Music Hall, stage three, Thursday, 
March 17th. I know she would love to see any besties who are like, oh, I'm here because I love, I love uh, your theme song. Uh, speaking of a theme song, I wrote one yesterday for... Um, we... Oh, I knew you would do this. You son of a bitch. I want not only writer credit, production credit, and if it goes syndicated, I I want millions. I'm going to, I'm going to, someday I'll kill you. (laughs) I just want you to be warned. If you ever die, it (laughs) will have been me. Just stop looking. Listen back to this episode. I did it, y'all. I did it. (laughs) Who are you, Carla? I, I did it, y'all. <laughs> Nikki, I did it. Um, That's who you would get to kill me for sure. Yeah, I'd get her to hire yeah, you. A she's Lars. my hit woman. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'll need lots of Lars. And then her her boyfriend will go <laughs> bury me. He'll put me on a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> Take God. me to the park. Uh, good. Good morning. A gravity board. You guys, how like are it. you? I'm good. Andrew's been up since the crack. Yep, crack, baby. 5 a.m. workouts. Beat the sunlight. David Goggins listen to Goggins again. Did you really? Are you listening to Goggins? You're in a Goggins. <laughs> when's this, when's this going to... This is going to be your life now? No, this is all going to fall apart. Wait, what did you say to me about a, a meme you read that was so funny about people that get up early? Oh, people that get up... People that are like, I get up at 5 a.m. You're like, yeah, that's cool. You also go to bed at 7 p.m., you fucking <laughs> loser. <laughs> And that's me now. I, I went to bed at 9 p.m. last night. I know. I went to dinner with um, Robin and Wu. And Wu is our... I love Wu. She's the best. We she's have a, a funny joke going. What? what well, Wu is the, was the DP, um, the double penetration of our um, <laughs> I love reality show. Yeah. Our director of photography <laughs> at our... Yeah. Director of photography at... Um, I know I love DPs, too. That's like all I watch. <laughs> I don't like DPs. What? Really? I don't like them. I just. I, it almost sounded like you said, I don't like to eat pizza. Goggins. <laughs> wait, so, wait, so, Goggins. Am I saying, do I not? Okay. I, sh- I should write. <laughs> Goggins says, don't. I don't like to eat pizza. Um, okay. So, DPs. Yeah. Wait a second. Before we get back to Wu. Uh, Noah, you are you like watching DPs. <laughs> it, I had my, my phase. Yes. I know. It's, isn't it interesting? We go through phases with stuff. Yeah. Like, How, what's your ideal DP? I'm up to, dude. It's not. It's not good, dude. It's not good. Would you For date me. a guy with two dicks? I mean, that would be your dream, then. No, because <laughs> they have to be like, equal, like a uh, next. You, they have to be like, you know, apart a from each other enough that they can be. Oh, both. oh, you don't want like a like a splitting head turtle. Well, there's, you know, <laughs> in, you watch a lot of porn. <laughs> yeah, I don't want it. Well, there's a lot of porn that's like. DP in V. Oh, that's versus a D- lot. Or DP in V. And it sometimes, I mean, I've gone, I've watched quadruple. Where's the fourth? Two, two, baby. No mouth? I would have thought I mean, the sure, mouth. But you don't count. That's not, you don't, that's called a spit roast. Wait, you've seen a quadruple? <laughs> Dude, there's so, I've seen. When does everything. it stop? <clears throat> that's what I'm asking. <laughs> when does it stop? I have seen. Women that I'm very concerned about what is going to happen afterwards to them, but it's no different than watching a childbirth. Uh, yeah. Sometimes the- they just put the dick in through a C-section scar. <laughs> <laughs> it's too big. They got to put it through a C-section scar. <laughs> oh, they got to cut her open. First. Yeah, just to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm thinking just a scar. I mean, they got to fully. No. Yeah. When does this end? That's know. what I that's what I want to know because I 
I, let me just tell you something. It's so funny to have if a big I'm enough watching... dick that you got to go C-section to get to the pussy. Yeah, I know. That's... Oh, God. So funny. Well, <laughs> I'm at a point where if there isn't DP going on, What's... I don't want to watch it. Okay. It's like amateur. It's It'd be like two teens making out. I'm like, this ain't going to do it for me. <laughs> this is not what I need in my own life, let me just tell you. But this is absolutely what I need. I, can't, I, I, I won't even... I, it, it's like child's play to me. And I don't mean to bring the word child into this. Twice. Shots well, actually, fired. a couple. Well, yeah, three times. Yeah, yeah, three when times. When did I say child? Oh, child Childbirth. Birth. Childbirth, teen, kissing. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that, those were 18-year-olds. Columbine. Teaser. In what I said. Um, but so this wait, is where... So how, this what's is, your idea? One guy, in, obviously, in the butt. One guy, so what, are, what is the position, though? Because My it's not My favorite is when they're holding the girl... Hostage? Um, well, that's, yeah, that's part of the whole arrangement. That's the more figurative holding. Um, <clears throat> when I like a girl that is not doing any work, they're holding her hands, they're holding her legs, they're holding her, they're holding her up. She's just being used. She's but she's having beach, a good time. Da, 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 da. That's da, 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 da. What's what is that, that song? She needs a, she's a, 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 a drink. She needs a cider drink. <laughs> she, she needs a handheld. <laughs> she needs a leg down. She needs a cock in the ass. Oh, Donny boy. <laughs> Wait, what was the song that you guys wrote yesterday? You started talking oh, it about was it. The theme song. No, she wrote it, and then I definitely he, helped. He, he just everything. goes, "Yeah, I like that one." Not true. Can you give me credit a little mm, bit? No. You you helped like say which one, but if I was a producer, right, and you came in and you didn't know me at all, and you came, you in, helped, you did help. You were like, oh, I think that should be. It if should, I was it shouldn't Pharrell, say alone. If I was Pharrell, and so I came up with another word that rhymed with home that wasn't alone, and no, I, that was me. No, you added alone before home, and then you took out butt, and that was my. Okay, <laughs> I took out the word butt that was like a connection. <laughs> it's only three sentences. That's a that's thirty eight percent of the and song. This, this was the theme song for Perfect theme Strangers song for my reality show. Oh, no, okay, right. the, um, for my reality show. So they, uh, I got asked by E yeah. to um, <laughs> to write uh, my theme song, which is really nice of them. That's why it's I really love, good. I'm not I kidding. E. I was so singing cool. it yeah. walking back to the oh, car. That's nice. It's very catchy. Oh, good. I, I almost want you to sing it now. Um, no, if you want to wait, we'll wait. I don't know. I, I mean, I probably could, but I don't even remember it. It's like. Um, I wanna miss my flight. I think I'll spend another night. Wait, um, I'm sick of go. Wait, I wanna miss my flight. Uh, I can't. Uh, something about the road. Alone on the road. Uh, uh, yeah, hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll let me look up the lyrics. I already forget the lyrics to a seven-second song. Sentences. Yeah, as your producer, it's I also literally a seven-second. Yeah. <laughs> That's Pharrell. I'm just um, like Pharrell. Okay. I want to miss my flight. I spent too many nights out on the road. Can you welcome me home? Welcome home, Nikki Glazer. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. So they're going to like, you know, they're going to talk to the, the higher ups at E to see if. Um, Maybe Avi can fly. do it instead and be like, I'm going to miss my flight. Yeah. <laughs> I want to miss my flight. I feel so all alone out on the road. Wait, I'm not Can even... you welcome me home? Yeah, fuck yeah. Put needles in my dick. Wait a second. What is your <laughs> What is your joke with Wu, our DP? She's also the DP. Yeah. Oh. She wasn't only the double penetration on um, reality <laughs> show. She was also the double penetration on Perfect Strangers 2. <laughs> <laughs> 
Four P. I mean, the, if, if my job title was DP, yeah. I would love it's it so freaking much. It's a prestigious role. We should let everyone know. It's, it's like a, it's a re- no. It's a it's very big role. Very it's important. like your number. You're you're. She's like so badass. I don't really know exactly what she does, but she sets up camera shots. She's in charge. She's like the she's woman awesome. in charge. And yeah, I, she's I, so cool. I, I joke with her a lot, and we have a joke. She's an Asian woman, and I go, I had no idea you were Asian until I saw you without a mask. <laughs> And so now, every time I see her, she goes, Asian. And she'll take her mask down and go, I'm Asian. Wait, this is going to sound like a racist joke, but it's not. What I It just could said? be. No, no, no. What I'm about to say. Oh. I only knew she was Asian because she was wearing a mask. Oh, old school. <laughs> I'm, not talking, I, I'm not talking her face. I'm talking the, the mask. Yes. Because, yeah. I mean, I used to have a joke about getting a manicure and how what a dumb thing it is, like getting manicures and stupid prison of, you know, vanity for women you're like paralyzed you have these women doing your nails you can't do anything you just have to uh you know you can't even talk to the woman doing your nails because she doesn't speak the same language as you because she's like a fucking slave most of the time well in new york city that was the way it was and then i was like and they're always wearing them it doesn't fly anymore because everyone knows masks but the only people that were wearing masks before this were uh esthetic like your uh hand manicurists yeah ass magicians yeah, hand ass magicians. Yes. Right, Noah? Like, in yeah. life, I, you don't see people, doctors. You would see it on the our- subway, and it was Asian people, because I think wherever they originate from or came from, they probably wore masks because there's way more people, so there's way and, more likely. And there are people who care about other people. Well, that too. Or they just care and about so themselves when sick, a lot. And so when they're sick, no, it's about other people, actually. I know. I always thought, it's not man, about that person people... must be really sick. That's no. how I, the American way, I was like, No, God. that is, that's yeah. true. They think they're sick, and so they're trying to protect other people from it in case they get sick. But they're also, um, I, someone that I knew taught in China and said that he was, like, hitting out the, um, the chalk, uh, the erasers, and he was, like, beating them out, you know, on, like, the playground, and the kids, like, screamed and ran because of the dust. Like, they're very, um, oh. that the, their culture is scared of, you know, obviously... Their air is extremely polluted, so I'm, maybe masks help with that. It's better to breathe in your own fuck, oxygen. But I used to say about manicurists in the joke, I was like, they wear those masks because they know they're breathing in the same chemicals we are. They're just as close to uh, them as we are, yet they know these are very harmful. And I go, that's probably their only good part of their day is that they know we're getting cancer and they're not from like <laughs> dipping our hands in different things. But now it doesn't really work because ever, you know, masks are ubiquitous. Well, now they wear two. Yeah, probably. I always wondered if you had one hand, would you get half off a manicure? And that is not oh. me being quirky or funny. I really do wonder that. Well, why don't you do this? Chop off my go no. sh- shark swimming? Just go in there and go, I just want one hand done. Can we do a half off and see what they say? You don't have to lose your whole arm to figure this out. But what if I want to? Shark it. Shark it. Shark tank. Shark uh, arm. Shark. Hey, shark. What if she goes on shark I have tank? an idea. <laughs> I get one of my yeah. hands bit off okay. so that I can go into a nail salon and mm. finally answer the age-old question. If you have one hand, can you get a half-off manicure? I'm listening. Um, <laughs> but do you think so? I-, I would do that if I ran a manicure s- salon. I think, I think. Half-off for half, half. It depends how job. close it was to when they lost the arm. I think you get 10 years of half-off and then after that, I'm sorry, you just... Also, let's paint the nails on the little robot thing, the robot arm. You know, if we're if we're really going at it, I mean, uh, children's clothes are cheaper than adults' clothes because it's less fabric, correct? Mm-hmm. 
Now, do I don't know is extra large like clothing? Well, that's a whole other thing. That's a yeah. whole other well, bag of worms well, that shoes, we don't want to open up. Big ass sneakers are more expensive. They should be. It's order. more fabric. It's more stitching. There's more to do. Yeah. But also, you like you shouldn't be. You shouldn't have to pay because your body is the way it is. Exactly. But also, you... if I was a little person and I was getting a spray tan, it's gonna be less spray. <laughs> I'm serious. It's going to be less. It would take way less time if I was a dwarf. That's just true. So. Yeah. Oompa Loompas paid barely nothing. I've heard. I wonder what they used. I wonder if it was Sally Hansen on the set. I mean, they were really orange. I know. I mean, it was, that's my goal. (laughs) That's my goal. That's my goal color. Yeah. I told, did I say it on the podcast the other day? Um, I, I posted so. a picture of me, us with that fucking camel. Oh, yeah. And someone was like, Mickey, I love you, pale. but you look like a legit carrot. Did I tell you guys that? And I said, thank you. That's that's the goal. <laughs> I would rather look orange than pale. I, I, that's that's not why an the camel to tried me, to guys. bite you. <laughs> that's a good thing. You were a snack. <laughs> I am a snack. I love that when people are like, you're a snack. Like, I, I, I gave you to the camel you. open palm. You got to go open palm. Oh, you got to. That's... <laughs> Classic Everyone knows zoo. you got to go open bomb. Um, I like that bit you have with Wu. What was I going to say? Oh, not only did I write a, th- did we write the theme no, song yesterday? I'm just fucking around. It was. I'll give it to you. Eighty-eight percent you. Thank you. Um, out of three hundred, I also <laughs> wrote my first song top to bottom. When was yesterday? This? Yesterday. Whoa. Was that included? Yes, I did it. I wrote t- three verses. It was cool. I motivated you. For two, wait, sorry, two verses, a chorus. A pre-chorus, a bridge, and a fucking a- outro. I did it. I finally did one song. Thank you Yay. to everyone who believed in me. <laughs> oh, here we go. You want to? You sure you don't want to do this over Twitter? I mean, what? <laughs> what do you mean? An acceptance speech. Oh yeah, because uh, the Oscars are on Twitter now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I. Having it out of the way, I got because I've been writing so many like little lyrics here and there. I've been writing verse, like you know, just verses or choruses and like never putting it all together and yesterday I sat down and I said you're not getting up until you can just it doesn't matter if it's good you just gotta finish it and it's shit you know but I finished it I don't know if it's shit it's the shit you are a very good writer man you gotta get this fucking negative shit out of your head Whoever tells you you can't be good for 30 years your first song should be kind of shit you're a writer before you were a musician I know but you're not a fucking 12-year-old kid being like, I like cheese. The cheese is cool. No, you know what? Everybody. I'm not, the, the words I don't care about as much as like I want it mel- melodically to sound cool and different and like actually sound professional. And that's what that's what makes it not that good. <laughs> on because the, on, oh, on, it oh, takes so much, it takes so long to become good and unique about what your music sounds like. I mean, it's like comedy. You know, it takes forever to find your like voice. But my point words, though, is you like, writing oh. jokes for 20 years has helped you write songs. It's word economy. It's how rhythm. You understand yes, rhythm that's better than when we rhyme, yep. when we're doing perfect strangers, you're extremely good at it mm, off the cuff. Thank you. Like just Jeff Tweedy, I was reading his uh, memoir and he was talking about how he writes songs. So he'll get like a melody, let's say, that's like, uh, let's do the theme song we just did. And he just makes up gibberish. Mm-hmm. That was and for you, just, Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I 
You want to sing that again for our brother? What if uh, what if that translates to "I stand with Russia" or something? Yeah, yeah, oh my god, yeah, yeah. Putin is the best. Nikki, this is not. The best. I swear to God, I was doing gibberish, you guys. <laughs> no, nah, I heard Putin. Um, but he do- he does that, and he listens to it over, and he starts like to sing it along because I've noticed I'm not I've noticed. <laughs> I, I hate to be like as a songwriter, but like when you are working on a song, it just yeah. gets stuck in your head and you just like keep saying it over and over. And he says that the words will find him like the lyrics. And that's what makes him such a great lyricist to me is because it's he's very different than like Taylor Swift, where she's like very deliberate. She has like a storyline, whereas he's more poetic, like whatever, whatever words just seem to naturally go and fit in that. Sometimes his lyrics, I'm just like, what the fuck does this mean? But they're so they have such. um imagery that makes me put my own story into it i just i love the way he writes but it, i thought that was very interesting a different approach because sometimes with co- comedy i think even you just gotta yeah but for me trust some it's songs, gonna come out like wilco when i did listen to them for a little while i got into one song a lot obviously that Which everyone one? did um jesus don't cry that was one you can't rely on me honey honey yeah 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 so that album mm-hmm the lyrics when they're a little obscure or obscure yeah obscure sure. when they're obscure, obscure mm-hmm. i can't they gotta be a little simpler they have to for be me more, or you like or, a merle you like a um country like i went down the road but even the strokes don't really give you the whole story i mean are or, we human or are we dancer i know that's not the strokes but that that yeah. lyric bothers me so freaking much yeah, we've talked i think we've talked about i know it we have yeah. but it's yeah. coming up again i don't like it it's coming up again <laughs> like i'm about to vomit i hate are we dancer it bothers me i introduced you to dominic fike a couple days ago remember yes and uh so i watched the euphoria finale last night yeah and he's an amazing musician oh, yeah we were talking about like hot guys yeah hot. and i was like how about this young stud anyways he played a song on the finale, where I thought it was acoustic, and he played it for uh, Rue or whatever uh, Zendaya, mm-hmm. and I thought they were gonna do like five seconds, you know, of this song, like, mm-hmm. "Hey, what do you think of this?" They did like a straight up, like three minute song, yeah. And then everyone on the internet was like, "What the fuck was it? like? Can we get back to the st- like just destroying this?" And I thought this song was it was a beautiful moment, like I I'm really almost crying with how good this song is. But but but. Obviously, you kind of felt that way too, a little bit at first. Yes, at first, I guess, because I thought but it then would you be got quicker. Into it. Yeah, I got really into it. And I like him a lot. Let's talk more about this kind of thing when we get back from break, because I have some thoughts on uh, music. Inside a show? Just inside anything. Coming <laughs> in now. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, 
Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. come down now when you say whenever i go andrew and you go get out of common it still reminds me so much of the time that i laughed harder than i think you've ever made me laugh which is saying a lot because i laugh very hard at so many things you do we were at the baseball game and every time a foul ball would get hit 
It, and it would come up in our section. No, not even. It, it, any, any foul ball. Any foul ball. It could any be a home ball run. that just yeah. goes the, in the stands. In the stands. It, before it even starts going in the stands, I swear to God, before it even gets hit, Andrew <laughs> knows it's going in the stands, and he just starts going, now come down, now, now, now. And he just, he's, and I come know, on now, now. Yeah, you Come want, on now, now, here, ball. He wants the ball to come, get, like, because we were sitting down, like, you know, we had pretty in, good seats. Yeah, that day. so like on yeah. the ground. I don't know where that is in baseball talk, yeah. but we're like on the level with the baseball players. And so we would get hit up into the stands and it would bounce around. You know, people are trying to catch it and he would just go, come down, now, that's it, now, now. My favorite part about that bit is the people it's, looking at me like I'm an insane person. It's so funny because my favorite part is that it. I know it started as a joke, but it became sometimes you, when you get. Um, Positive affirmation for something that's funny. Yeah. And I think this is for most people. What causes you to do that funny thing again is not like, I'm going to be funny right now. It's like your brain just has automaticity of just, let's now do the funny thing always. It's like when we say ham drip. It's like, yes. it's like it just, it's in you our You have brain. that like Tourette's. Yeah. You have comedy Tourette's. Basically. And I don't mean to diminish Tourette's. I know it's a, a serious thing that, I've, you know, people throw around a lot. Same with comedy. What? You don't mean to. I don't mean comedy either. Oh, God. I would never, ever associate what Andrew does with comedy. I know that comedy is a very serious art Way that many people take. Way closer to Tourette's than comedy. Yeah. No, but you would just, the knock of the ball, and you wouldn't even think, like, I usually for me, it's like, something funny is happening. Let me think of something funny to say. Now I'll say it. There's a delay of a split second. But with you, it's, hit, hi, now to come, now, now, now. <laughs> There's just no. I think that's you why you like me sometimes. Is UCB because. shirts that say "Don't think," and that's what good comedy is. Is like when you stop thinking and you just do. The funniest thing happens. What was the other thing the other day? You were you were doing something the other day, and I was like, God, you remind me so much of something that in my life. And then I remembered it was Ava Ryan, oh, oh, five the girl. little girl, the yeah. little five year old <gasps> Ava Ryan. Oh my God! And I tried to have her on you up back in the day. She is so funny. Her mom, Katie Ryan, if you look her up on Instagram, YouTube, she's all over. But she does, there's this one clip of, she's the funniest little girl ever, and she's not one of these Instagram, she she was around during the Vine days. She was probably like, you know, three or four when Vine started. And now she's like 13 or something. So she's like modeling for like Gap Kids. She's so cute. But um, she's one of the most naturally talented, funny people I think ever to exist that I've seen. And as a baby, she makes me want to have a baby so fucking bad because there's that one, there's this one clip that's my favorite and it took me so long to find the other day. And I'm not even going to play it because I can just do an impression of it. She, her, she's, her mom's filming her and she's just like... Two Jews going to a bar, right? She's, that one? Yeah, it was that one. <laughs> she's like playing with her purse. She's like three years old. And her mom's like, what are you doing in there? She's like, just putting some crap. And then she realizes she said crap. And then she looks at her mom and she's just like, crafts. <laughs> Cats! Oh. <laughs> like she just tries to like cover it up, and it's, it's so, so funny. So it funny. is perfect humor. We used to get Andrew. I gotta find it. I send it to you, right? I think I don't. I didn't do. I I, I can find it. It's man. We we fucking text a lot. You ever go back and look through texts, and you're like, oh, Jesus Christ! I went Christ. to look for your Starbucks order the other day, and I was like, God, are we having do a, a mental breakdown? You huh? Can search. You could search your text. No, I know. But search. I don't even know how to search for what I was lo- looking. Oh, here it is. 
Oh, yeah, I searched venti or fired, and then it came up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a George Costanza clip. God damn it. I God. did send you a picture of Megan Fox yesterday. I, I, oh, my God. I, I mean, don't it's... know what's going on here. Well, I they just got a new cat, and I thought oh, maybe I thought it was, it was her. her. Oh. Eight days. Oh, that was cute. Wait, didn't we have another word for that when we said a word at the same? Not jinx, obviously, but I don't remember. I thought we had another word for it. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> out of control what these girls are doing to their face. I, you know, if you want to go get on a deep dive, can someone put Megan Fox's head on that cat, please? Thanks. Or the other way around. Appreciate mm, it. I don't know. Do we want to? Do we want to? Yeah, we want that. I'm not cat shaming. It's more about her. <laughs> <laughs> I would never make fun of cats. It's. Insane! Like I'm looking at the picture right now. I'm gonna show it just on here. I just don't get it. It's just I'm not trying to be a dick. Oh, wow. I just don't. It's a filter. Meow. It looks, she looks like a brat. Looks hot. Or like a filter. Like I don't. I really. I mean, that's the look everyone's going for, dude. It's like it's called the ponytail lift, and it makes your eyes go like this. Like if I. Holy shit! I saw a TikTok of what you were talking about. Ponytail lift. It's for girls who are under forty. Who don't, it's not a facelift. It's not going to like fix sagging skin. It just pulls. That's what Bella Hadid has. That's what Gigi Hadid has. That's what Ari Grande has. Everyone's getting it. And it's a facelift. I mean, it's very invasive. <laughs> you go, I feel like I'm about to get attacked by a puma. It really <laughs> looks like, I felt like I need to slowly back away. I was like, remember your survival <laughs> skills right now when you sent me that fucking. It's just going. <laughs> it's just. And these waists and these butts. Have you seen Kanye, who every woman he dates is just a Kim Kardashian? Yeah, replica. It's it's like that Eminem video where he has all of the, hi, my name is, like all those. It's just, it's that for he her. He literally is just finding girls that look like Kim with less of strong opinions. We both watched, well, I watched half of the Kanye doc. Have you watched the Kanye doc on Netflix, Noah? Oh, I didn't even know there was oh, one saw the available. Yeah, but it's I called, will. well, it's the worst name. It's called Genia. J E E N Y U H. Genia. Like genius. Yikes. And it's, a, it's, <laughs> it's not a good name. Sorry. I thought there's an S at the end there. No, it's, it's Y U H. I'm almost positive. Oh. It should have an S. Because genius has an S. I know. I don't know. It's Genia. Maybe that is Genia. It's all about Kanye when he first started. I don't know why this... Here's my thing. It's the best documentary There's like, on Earth. If you guys have seen it, the guy who is the narrator talks like this. The whole movie, he's talking like this. Kind of a Morgan Friedman vibe. Sometimes Kanye, I believed in him. And then he didn't... Like, it's, that is a spot-on impression, no, by the way. No, it's very good. It's when you sent it to me, I was like, that is uh, I was cootie. like. Cody? Cootie. 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 He was a stand-up comedian who started this... Um, he had uh, a funny bit in the show. Did you see it? Yeah. Yeah, he, had a, he had a cable access um, you know, show in Chicago when he started following cool. around all these rappers in Chicago. He started noticing that Kanye was like this up-and-coming, like really, uh, like a phenom. He, but I didn't realize... I don't know the history of Kanye or R&B or rap or really anything. I mean, European... Uh, Soccer? War, okay. anything. I don't yeah. know anything. Okay, yeah. yeah. Any dynasties in China? I'm, I'm bad. I literally looked up the difference between NATO and EU because I know that Ukraine got in the EU, uh, and I'm like, is that NATO? Is that yeah. a different word for NATO? Is it? Do you know, Andrew? Do na- it's not. Do NATO? Do you want to know the difference NATO. between NATO and EU? Well, I can't tell you because I read about it, but it didn't stick. <laughs> Just like football rules, baby. I can tell you, I, Kanye. I you know. I'll tell you everything about Kanye. Oh. 
we should go toe to toe on what we both got from that Kanye documentary and if who who knows more. Let's go right now. Because I, I bet you were ticking and talking all the night through. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Not that one. Because one, I watch it on my fucking phone. Oh, okay. Well, you, maybe oh. a TikTok up on your old uh, desktop. Well, I did learn that you could watch HBO Max while looking at Instagram last night. Oh, wow. I know. You can put it up in the corner. That's amazing. That's a nice little feature that they have. So now their numbers can be good. Even though they don't release their ratings. HBO? Streaming services. Here's the thing. Kanye... That documentary, no one filmed themselves so much before making it than him. You know what I mean? Like, he had this guy follow him. It's like me being followed. Remember, there was a com- that comedian, Lev? He mm-hmm. did a documentary mm-hmm. of himself when he was like 20, and everyone made fun of him. Yeah. But if no. he was Kanye and that talented, he would have been a genius for doing say, that. I have to say, though, Kanye was having a documentary follow him, but he, he did produce... The Blueprint. Yeah. Six he, songs. He produced. Want to keep going? Well, he produced like <laughs> H to the Izza, like whatever. Izza? Izzo. Yeah. Do you know what Hova is? Do you know where that came from? Yeah, I NATO. Looked up, <laughs> I'm always like, why yeah, does Jay-Z call himself Hova? What does that even mean? I know Hova as the HOV line it, lane is like the carpool lane. Is the How does H- those shoes? Do you know what Hova is? I looked it up because I was like, I need to understand this. I know he goes like this. I can't. Well, Hova is you know, you Jehovah. Do. Oh. And so he took Hova off of Jehovah, which is like the a biblical name that he Maybe he's to like have. a witness to things. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's knocking on doors, bugging people during Buy supper the time. CD. That's what Kanye did. I mean, I mean, that was the beauty of it. It's like he was playing he was, a song. Yeah. He just had no shame. Well, Kanye did have shame. Like, I, I, there was the thing about Kanye is he knew he was the best. And that's what I loved about him. And sometimes I got to say, I feel this way about myself is that <laughs> I, I related to Kanye because maybe right? I'm a narcissist, but maybe. I related. No, I'm, I mean, I'm not like, but I feel like, hey. you know what he said in the thing? He said, the difference between me and, and I'm not, I'm, I'm, I think, you know, there's many better comedy writers than like most better. Like I'm pretty good, but like, I'm not the best comedy writer by a stretch. And Kanye would definitely say he's the best. At, so I'm not doing Kanye thing, but I, I related to when he said, um, he, so he was releasing his own rap album and he only produced up until that point and no one was taking him seriously because they just saw him as a producer, a really good producer that would make amazing beats and he would sell beats to people. So the biggest rappers in the world would just go to him and go, do you, well, let me see what you got. And he would literally pull up in his car and like play them the beats and they'd go, great. And he would like hand them a CD and it's like 500 bucks or whatever. 500, like 50 grand. Well, eventually. Yeah. But then some people would were wanting them for free because they were such big stars that they were like, you should be happy to even have this. And, um, But then he said when people weren't taking him seriously, he goes, well, guess what? Now I get to make my own beats. So you're going to, people are going to ask oh my God, where'd you get this beat? And it's like, it's mine. You never even got to see it because I made the product. So like, that's kind of how I felt about, um, I guess, jokes or something. Like I could write these for other, like I, I, being a a joke writer for a TV show would have been very hard for me. And I would have felt a little bit like Kanye-like of like, I gotta get. Mm -hmm. Because I know Kanye probably didn't like having his name super small in the bottom of the thing. On the record. Yeah, I think... I related to that of like, I don't think I'd... Maybe I would do well as a writer, but... I, I feel like sometimes when I... I'll, you know, I write jokes for Perfect Strangers mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. 
and like you're the star of Perfect Strangers, there are times where I'm like, I could host something. You yes, know what I mean? In yes. my brain. But then I, and I go, that could come in due time too, but I could also do this at the time where I'm making good money and it's like, yes. I could think past my ego. Well, you can think, yeah, instead of being like, I want that now, it's like, I aspire to that. Because I used to be behind the scenes of things and write for other people and mm-hmm. be on people's shows and be like, uh, I, was not, I was the same way. Like, I'm happy to be here. It'd be cool to do this someday. I don't know that I'm necessarily ready, but I'm learning a lot. I, I think I'm learning a shit ton through this stuff. Yeah, like, I did. A, also, I coached some perfect strangers hosts the other day. Yeah, also, that was like cool not to see. Sorry, not having watched the documentary, I also think that like everything is a process, and maybe if Kanye didn't see his music played, you know, like uh, by someone else, and like being like, okay, well, I want to do this for me maybe it wouldn't have pushed him to become what he is today. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's and a part of it. How, oh man. Cause sometimes you give a joke to someone and, and I know that happens with Andrew. You'll give me a joke and I go, it's just not for me. And yeah. you're like, no, it's so funny. And we all laugh in the room cause Andrew's delivery. And it's like, it must be hard to go, oh, she's not going to use this joke that I know would work if she just said it like this, but she's not going to. And so it's not going to work. Like you, Kanye was probably like, they're taking this beat that I could make fucking spin gold out right. of, and they're just gonna. Well, Kanye was. If you watch, like, there's a couple of things about the documentary that I noticed about him. One, he's a little awkward. Obviously, we all see that he's awkward now. Mm-hmm. But even back then, I think he. I don't know if he's on the scale of autism or not, but he's not scale. like he. Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's standing on the scale, but if you see the other rappers, they're all, they got the, you know, they're all very similar and they're all very tough and like confident New York rappers. And then here you have a Chicago kid wearing a backpack with like a teddy bear on his head. With his retainer. That's where with I related reta- to him. Oh, when he took out his retainer. And that was before the accident, I think. Yes, it was. So, so I think he got overlooked because he was a little when awkward. People roll their eyes at me when I have my Invisalign on the counter, just a, just a random counter that I haven't wiped <laughs> down and I plop them right back in my mouth or Kanye does it too. And I know that's maybe not the best thing <laughs> that uh, maybe two years ago saying Kanye does it too. Did it doesn't sound the same as it does now. But when I saw Kanye do that, when he was at like the yeah. pinnacle of his coolness, I mean, that was a big producer, he was a big rapper. He was with he was like with. the biggest rapper like, yeah. at the time. Uh, I got I forgot his name. Uh, fuck, he called him. Who I did I don't remember his name, but he came in to listen to some of Kanye's beats. And that album that they're going over is like the Kanye album that I know the best. So it's just so gratifying yeah, to listen. And um, but it, the guy the guy goes, "What the fuck are these?" And he points at Kanye's retainers. And Kanye goes, "My retainers." So he goes. Man, don't get that shit out of here. He's yeah. like, I don't want to see that. That's not a place for it. He goes, that's not a place for it. literally on the production. Floor. And he didn't even move them. He just like left them out. And I then know. Kanye plops them back in his mouth as soon as the guy leaves. It was so funny. So I think that behavior and stuff like that, I'm sure other rappers were like, I don't know what the fuck to do with this guy. I mean, when he goes in with his tape, college dropout, he's playing, and it all falls oh. down. I tell you that that song yeah. all falls down. He brings in it, which is one of the best fucking songs ever. And who knows if, if upon first listen, you think it's the best. He's playing it for these A&R people at uh, Rockefeller Records. I'm almost like tearing up because it's so amazing. And he amazing. sits in these women's fucking... office and he puts it uh, you know, on a CD player in these women's offices. And they are just having people come in and out with papers like they could give two shits. And the song is about black women 
and the the struggle of a black yeah. black woman. And he's trying female. to like kind of have it resonate with them and they are just like he's so awkward he's like playing with the pictures on the wall like he's so awkwardly ca- I know and they're like oh Kanye look he's gonna make it someday and they're kind of like putting he's doing a documentary Kanye like giving him a noogie almost like yeah. oh look at you but he knew he knew all along and I always used to kind of roll my eyes about his mom like I'm just like anyone who just puts their mom in this pedestal I always kind of go what and and you know obviously it was very tragic that she died and he she was a single mother and you know I, I didn't, I didn't realize how amazing she was, and I don't know, and I know that's stupid when that she I was saw talking two about scenes. being humble, like that whole thing. But just the way she remembered his raps, yeah, and was like, "Remember that one, Kanye? Kanye, well, remember she was that an one?" English teacher, that's where. And he, she kept saying, "Kanye, Kanye," yeah, and she go, "Kanye, remember that one? That was so good, Kanye." She was just oh. so gentle, so sweet, so encouraging, and very, very adamant about him staying humble and not being too braggadocious and. He, uh, but but also saying you're you know you're a genius. When he rapped with Most Def, remember when they're just backstage? And yes. Oh my God, that became awkward too. <laughs> but how it went good from was awkward. It? No, because oh, because he. So kept Most going. Def does like this thing where he's like, but that wasn't he wasn't freestyling. That was a no. It was thing. yeah. It was a rap. So but he's I'm, with Most Def backstage. It was after a concert, and they're all like kind of getting lit and like fucking drinking. And um, there's the documentary camera, which cameras weren't like always around back then. So I think they're kind of hamming it up. And Most Def is like doing this rap that him and Kanye did together, and he's doing his lines, and it sounds amazing. Then it goes over to Kanye. You got to see it because it goes from being like, wow, that's good. Like Kanye and him are like getting along. They're both doing this. And then Kanye doesn't stop, and it goes – does that same thing in comedy that oh, Family Guy yeah. uses all the time? Yeah. <laughs> where yeah. Peter would do something like so dumb and just it'll keep doing it. And it goes from being funny, then not funny, mm-hmm. to hilarious again because it keeps going. And that's what happens with Kanye. It goes from f- great yes. to awkward to like, oh, everyone in the room is like, oh, you show off like enough. And then it goes to like, wait a second. He's this closing guy, it out strong. Yeah. And then at the end, you're kind of waiting like, is everyone going to like this as much as he just did? And then there's, oh my God, there's so much to talk and about. And then when he rapped for Jay-Z, and Jay, I mean, Jay-Z oh, I taking him under yet. his wing, I, I mean, changed everything. I mean, he, I gotta see everything. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, at the concert, at Jay-Z's concert? No, in the production room, Jay-Z gave him a, a, a verse on one of the songs. Oh, I didn't see that yet. And he just Spoiler. fucking destroys it. Just fucking destroys. Yeah. Was, you gotta be talented, though. You gotta be talented. Yeah, like, and that's what he knew he was. He had no question yeah. about that, and... That's that's what you need is like the ability to you just need that confidence, man. Uh, Spaceship by Kanye is like my, one of my favorite. I love that. Songs. I oh mean, I, that whole album um came out my sophomore year. Of, I just transferred to you KU. Picked a career. Sophomore three years ain't picked a career. <laughs> she like fuck it. I'll just stay down here and do her because that's enough money. Yeah, I love it. Um, okay, let's get to the news. Like one story. I love. Uh, we got to do deep dives on rap. I think it's so funny. Yeah, just two white guy people to deep dive and rap. I mean, yeah, I I could. I I need to learn more. Noah, let's get to the news. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Oh, boy. It's Tuesday, folks. You know what that means. It is Tuesday. I hope you're having all the swells out there. And when I say all the swells, I mean all of them. Gobble them up. Let's Every have a good time. One. Noah, what is the lines? <laughs> okay, the headlines what are. The... <laughs> Shorten it up. <laughs> Genius. Genius. Uh-huh. Burglar. Okay. 
A man who was struggling to breathe was flabbergasted after Mount Mm. Sinai surgeons discovered a half-inch-long tooth growing inside his right nostril. Oh, my God. A half-inch-long. That's a pretty long tooth. I mean, he was turning into like a saber-toothed tiger. In his nostril. (laughs) Yeah, teeth can hide out in weird places. (laughs) 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 That might be the funniest sentence you've ever said. They do. Oh, that was rich. Can we just let that sit for a second? Because that was a fantastic line. That was so funny. Well, <laughs> teeth can hide out, and you said it so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they sure can, Nikki. They sure can. <laughs> they sometimes are in people's chins. No, my roommate had one in her fucking stomach. A tooth. <laughs> what? That she didn't eat. Wait, Jen? It grew itself. Yes. Jen? She had to get it removed. Yeah. A yeah, tooth? teeth are weird, man. A tooth, she had like a whole like other animal growing in their stomach. I don't know what it was, but she had a tooth and it had an eye, I think. I don't know. Oh, my God. So I the, mean, yes. Okay. The condition that so, he had affects 0.1 to 1% of the population. Well, that don't you think we'd hear about it more if it was every thousand people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are we here when they give these stats of like it affects this disease where the guy who uh, the boy who has no skin it affects point zero one people? I go wait, there's well, a skeleton walking around. No, like there's a like there's all these things that I watch from this this fucking YouTube channel. There's I a guy with just ligaments walking. Just Follow the YouTube channel truly, and you will see the boy with two heads, the boy who can't go outside, the girl this is your who has porn a, search. An umbrella hat. <laughs> like, it's just like. Call back, Amber. <laughs> the boy with two heads. Bringing up teenagers again. Fifth time. Okay. <laughs> okay, wait, oh wait, wait. God. Let's go back. Because if I told you that I was having trouble breathing and I said. Nick, I think there's a tooth in there. <laughs> you would go, Andrew, read yeah. the book, how to get. <laughs> I would say, Andrew, read the book. How to get rid of tooth healing, <laughs> healing tooth nose, <laughs> T- nose teeth <laughs> by Doctor John Sarno. Um, yeah, I would go. You're full of shit. And but if you go, it's one in every thousand people. I'd go. Well, maybe you're uh, fucking one in a thousand. But don't you agree? Those stats when they go affects point one. Uh, that yeah. means a th- one in a thousand, right? Point one. That person. Well, I guess no, in the point world, one is one in um like. No, it's way lower than that. Point one percent. Point one percent of people. Would be, be a one. thousand. One in a thousand. I don't. I can't agree with that. I don't think one in well, a thousand. Well, if one percent of people, how many nose. is that? One percent. We've met millions of people in our I'm lives. Tell, listen to me, though. If they say it affects 0.1% of the population, if they said it affects 1% of the population, how, out of, how many out of 100 is that? One. Okay. So 0.1 is how it goes into one how many times? <laughs> I would say I'm not disagreeing with your math. I'm saying I don't know. Can we can you type? What's the name of this disease? I want to see. No, it just read it. It affects point one percent of the population. Andrew, I'm I'm serious. That's one in a thousand people. I swear. I I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, but I don't agree. That's what I'm saying. I don't agree either. When they say that, I'm like, there's no way it's one in a thousand people. But that's what it says. What's the disease called? This might make it more palatable because it has to do with a deviated septum. (laughs) Right, okay. and we know so many oh, okay. people with deviated septums. Well, or the just big noses AKA that want to get it fixed. Big nose in high school, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Big Nose in High School is so funny. <laughs> That's a new band that we've added to the uh, Swellapalooza. Big Nose in High School. And, 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 no, and Tooth Nose is yeah. playing too. Wait, what? Wait, so, okay. So basically, it, what's the... the the deviated septum pushes the partition to the side and it allows the tooth like teeth to grow up. Okay. So I love one, the description 20%. of these things of like the tooth being like, get out of the way partition. Like it's like, <laughs> I'm coming through. It always reminds me. Wait a second. No. Did you hang out with Hollow the other day? Yes, you did. Yes, you I did. A picture. So did you guys have fun? We had did so her much curtain fun. close. Her curtain? Okay, this is, Hala's going to be oh. laughing if she's listening to this. No, Hala I, was born prematurely. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing already. Hala, please forgive me. But Hala um, was told, she was really premature. Oh my God, the picture of her as a preemie baby. She was I mean, so skinny. I mean, she was, it, it was 1982. She was not supposed to live. And they when they took a picture of her, she looked like a little elf on the shelf, like doll. Mm -hmm. And they crossed her legs for some reason. So she looks like she's just like, like modeling. And it's like a, a fetus. <laughs> With cross legs, it's so funny looking, even though it's very sad because she was just so tiny. And because she was born premature, she has, like, obviously, she's pretty, like, she grew up unscathed. I mean, she pees when she laughs sometimes, but that could be a whole other issue. But she has this thing where, I, I don't know if it's macular degeneration or something, but it's something in her eye that her doctor told her in high school that... A tooth? That she would, at one point, go totally blind and that the <laughs> the curtain would close. Oh. That it would just Aww. one day look like it wouldn't be gradual. It would just be. <laughs> but I always pictured like a little man inside her eye being like, the show's over, folks. <laughs> and like the curtains like. <laughs> and like roses are being thrown into her eye. Like yeah, yeah. encore. Yeah. Bring and it so back and you can't. She used to be like get something in her eye and she'd be like, the curtain's closing. The curtain's closing. Oh, <laughs> my so God. That is so scary, though. I know. She so was wait, wearing so sunglasses yeah. the whole time, just so you know, because oh. you're outdoors. Oh, she so does love Stevie Wonder. Wait, can we? Was go, she bumping into cacti? Did, hey, have they done anything medically where they think that? No, I, I mean, her curtain hasn't closed, so she's still fine. I mean, she's No, still I know, but they still think the curtain's going to close? I don't know. We'd have to ask Hala. Oh, man. But I just remember us Why laughing about it. Why do I feel like that's it, like a woman going into menopause? Too. The curtain closes. You know what? Someday your curtain will close. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe I'm in an age where, like, talking about menopause is starting to be a thing that <laughs> I even wrap my head around. It's fucking nuts. Ugh. Okay. Um, let's keep going with news. Okay. What other Next story? Uh, abnormalities are found in bodies. All right. Uh, a wave of sex mayhem has apparently been sweeping New York City prompting residents to lodge an increasing number of noise complaints to a government helpline. Oh. Mm. People calling 311 about some That's right. banging? Yep. Sorry, One complaint that was filed was about people dressed up as Freddy Krueger, Pennywise, and the Easter Bunny <laughs> having sex Ugh. as the theme song of Velveteen Dream, a pro, rest pro wrestler blasted in the background. I think the Easter Bunny got the wrong... Uh, invitation. Yeah, the Easter Bunny showed up to the wrong <laughs> theme party. It's like, uh, what's going on here, Freddy? Uh, Pennywise. I understand doing some fun sex stuff, stuff with like masks, but not a Halloween mask. Like, I, I understand so like not wanting there. your identity to be shown. It makes you kind of freer to like be yourself. Like, sometimes I like a good um, sleep mask on so I can doze off in the middle of it, but also because I just want to. I, I want to lose control, right? Yeah. 
And I feel like, and protect like, you know, and in a group sex setting, I could see how people would want uh, a mask. But yeah, I mean, that is. I mean, fucking Freddy Krueger. That's like a boy with no, no skin. Did you ever get, did you ever, you ever very loud? <laughs> what? Wait, have, have you, you ever, ever had heard your neighbors? About you? Have, have you ever had? I love like, when I hear fucking hotel room do? people. I love it. Yeah, it's kind of hot. I love it. I don't know why. Have you, Noah? Oh my gosh. I used to live in an apartment and I could hear the people upstairs banging all the time. From the bed. I, I heard my dad everything. banging once. That was a lot. Really? Your stepmom? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I've never heard my parents. I think You've one time my sister, my sister came in my room because my sister her room was above my parents room and i think one time in high school my sister was like nikki i can't sleep and she was like mom and dad are making noises and i was just like get in and i just was like we just held each other like we were fucking and they were just singing so louis scared. armstrong yeah well <laughs> i you um, you go downstairs your mom's like and they are oh they are funky <laughs> You don't tell me don't sound no, 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 no. like my mom can really hit some good notes on that song. She sings with my dad sometimes and she hits she could does the hit the road jack. She does the um that's what he was referencing, Hamdrip. Um uh Robin was saying that there's someone Oh yeah in the room above her at the hotel you're staying at. Sorry, things are happening. There's a tooth in my throat. Um one percent. <laughs> I'm at the point one percent. Oh no! I believe you, <laughs> but uh, and you kind of do. Robin said she heard someone jerking off, which is such a different sound. Oh, that's a oh. way sadder sound. You know, of just like <laughs> just a. It sounds like a dog who needs water. Oh, and just going, <laughs> and just hearing the tissue thing go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did it I ever is tell such you? Such a sadder sound. I've told this story before. I have to have of um, when I got caught written up. Oh, I was, um, that's cool. I was staying at a, I was renting a, a place for like a month, um, in LA and it was like in this courtyard and I guess, and I, I really, I really, I, I know I talk about sex a lot in my sex life and I'm so free with it and everything. I never want someone to hear me in the act doing it. It's not something I would ever be like, let's be loud so people know we're having sex. Like, cool. Which obviously seems like something I would do because I talk about my sex life so much. But there's something... I, nothing makes me but more you are horrified. loud, though. That, we've talked about this before. I didn't know that I was loud until people started going, like, making little comments. You know, like, you know, my... The, the people I'd be with, their family and friends would be like, oh, well, we heard something last night. And I'd be like... I wouldn't even know what they were talking about because I would try to be so quiet. It, it would boggle my mind that they could hear me. But one time I got written up. Um, I got a message while I was at work from uh, the guy I was renting the apartment from. And he said, Nikki, I have to ask you, are you okay? My, I've gotten, uh, there's been several complaints coming from my apartment of a woman screaming at night. And I just want to make sure everything's okay. And I was so, hor I mean, I know exactly what, I was so horrified. I didn't know what to do. And I was in a writer's room at the time and I <gasps> shared it with my friends to be like, what do I do? And my friend Benji Alflalo, I'll never forget. He was like, just tell them you had an audition. You were, wor oh. you were working on an audition for a horror that's thing. That's really smart. And I was like, thank you so much. And that's what I wrote back. And 
the guy knew what it was. He was trying to make it into a domestic abuse situation so that it would be like, he was trying to be like, I'm worried about you as opposed to like, you're fucking and it's really annoying, so stop it. You know, it's like a different vibe to be like, I'm worried about you. There's someone screaming, but like people knew what it was. No, it'd be great if like you kept going with that like audition. <laughs> like You're like, I got the part. And like four months later, you're on location in like the Sahara Desert. You're like, oh, oh. I write a movie around <laughs> that scene so that I can, the guy can, it's like a Seinfeld episode that gets, you know, like, now I got to do the movie, Jerry. Well, he's going to know. I, I don't want him to think I'm a failure and didn't get the part. I got to do it, Jerry. Uh, and then it's like, I write a movie so that the guy, it all comes to fruition. <laughs> I wanted to use the word fruition in this Do you know podcast. what the sounds you were, was it just sounds or were you saying words? Because I wonder if you actually thought you were getting abused or something. I think, I'm like, I think I was screaming. Just screaming? Uh, uh, not like, like, not like, I, listen. I, who knows what I was doing? Sometimes someone once heard me having sex and they said I sounded like uh, they called me Wolfie the rest of the trip because they said I was howling like a wolf. I have I don't even know what that could be. But we got to go to break. We'll come back with uh, we'll come back with Reddit now. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. 
It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Karaoke mode. This is your Reddit dump. <laughs> it's time for Reddit dump. Dump away. Uh, I will, I will. Thanks so much. Okay, let's see what I got for y'all. Um... Ooh, okay, so this was a really funny thing. It was on TikTok Cringe. It's a video, but I didn't send this one to Noah because it's like it's not even worth um okay. like playing. It's this guy that went around his Brooklyn neighborhood and he's like imp- imploring to all of like the guy at this bodega, all the guys on the street corner, like all these people in his little Brooklyn neighborhood. He goes around and he's like, I'm about to go on a date with my oh, ex girlfriend. I know this guy. And like, I just literally you just know act him. like you know me. And like that, I like saved your life and that I was there for you during COVID. And so like, then he walks around with his ex-girlfriend and all these guys are like, hey, Tony, you were the best man, man. This guy's a hero. And they're like, hey, you still dating that supermodel? Like they had all these like hilarious lines. I mean, it's total bit. I mean, there's no way this girl actually believed it or whatever. But yeah, it's funny. Yeah, the camera guy just happened. Yeah, that's, uh, he's an oh, yeah, open, the, he was an open mic comedian with He's me. funny. Who yeah. was his name? Sam something. Uh, Sam Bronowski. Yeah. Um, so funny. Okay, this one. Oh, this is so interesting. Today I learned. Okay? Less than half the population can actually smell asparagus pee. Oh. Do you guys smell asparagus pee? Right away. Okay, Noah, you have the gene that that has it. I guess. Andrew, if you don't I know don't the smell of asparagus pee, then you don't have it. No, I got it. I got it. You I, do? I, I, it smells weird to you? Yeah. Well, this is interesting. I do not. Uh, it says there are two separate genes at work here. No, this is interesting. One is the gene that causes smelly asparagus pee. The second is the gene that allows you to smell it. 
So some people don't, their pee after aspar- eating asparagus does not smell and they can smell other people's asparagus pee. And some people have smelly asparagus pee and can smell it. And some people can't, don't have smelly asparagus. So I don't smell aspar- asparagus pee, but I could have it. I wouldn't know uh, though because I don't smell it. You can't smell your own smell. But Noah has both. Because I'm both. guessing you smell your own pee, not others. Oh, I yeah. hate it. That's why I don't like eating asparagus. What does it smell like? Uh, it's, it's almost like if you turn pee into a soup. Like, just imagine. <laughs> pea soup. Pea soup. Um, do you also hate, is cilantro like soap to you? You're one of those people, right? Yeah, I don't, I can't eat cilantro. Right. Don't um, like it. I don't mind it. I'm not huge. It's not, it's. Okay. I want to play the one, uh, the, the Peter, poor Peter Parker one, Noah. This one is about how to do a ventriloquist trick. This guy is teaching you how to say things with your mouth shut, and you get to, you can say "Poor Peter Parker" by following this guy. Poor Peter Parker. This guy looks like Anthony Castle. Another Spider-Man. This one is perfect. The letter P is very hard to say as a ventriloquist because you got to go "puh puh." You got to move your puh, say, puh. The P is hard. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to replace all those P's with T's. So I'm going to say "Tor." Teeter, Tarker, Tarker. and I'm going to try to do the lizard's voice at the same time. All right. So I'm going to touch my tongue on the roof of my mouth for uh, every syllable. So I'm going to go like this. Tar, Peter, Tarker. I'm going to put my lips slowly together. Tar, Peter, Parker. 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 Tar, Peter, Oh, Wow. So there's all these, I went through the subreddit, like the comments, there's all these tricks ventriloquists use to make the sounds, like to say fuck, you put, to do any kind of F sound, you use, wait, let me just look. Fuck, it's taking forever to load. There's a trick for like every letter that's hard to say with your mouth closed. You know, like, so you, for, for P, P's, you'd say T's. Are you saying okay? Yeah, say it. Put your tongue at the roof of your mouth and put the mic to your mouth. Yeah, that's that could help too. That could really help. Are you good at beatboxing? Can you beatbox? Um, have you ever tried? Cats, cats. Oh yeah. Are you? I mean, all I know is poutine cats. Poutine cats. Poutine cats. That was taught to me by Radu Bandar. Shout out. Okay, this was from Too Afraid to Ask the subreddit. Is the sole purpose of wearing a thong to reduce panty lines, or is there another reason? Great question. Because thongs annoy the fuck out of me, and I really think it's just because women don't want panty lines. But what is the problem with a panty line? It just tells people you're wearing underwear. What is the problem with wearing underwear? If you're not wearing underwear, then you're just getting all your juices all over your pants or your skirt or you're not wearing underwear. And is it to seem sexy? Is it to, is it so distracting to see a panty line? Like, what is it? Why do we fear the panty line? I'll tell you. It's because whenever I wear regular underwear, it always bunches up. And gives me like a wedgie. So I'd rather a thong than a wedgie. Thong is You'd more comfortable. You'd rather just commit to the wedgie. 
Because no. a thong is a committed wedgie. Oh, okay. It is a committed wedgie. It is. Can I, I like commitment. Yes. <laughs> By like an hour of having the wedgie, do you even feel the wedgie anymore? Do you feel the wedgie? No, because it's not. It is a constant wedgie. That's what I'm saying. And so after a while, it becomes like tinnitus, tinnitus, tinnitus. Yeah. I think is the way you say it. It's just like. Tinnitus. You don't. If you focus. Tinnitus is annoying for people all day long, but it's like that fan. You know when we you hate the sound of a fan whirring, but you're like sometimes you forget about it. That's to me what wearing a thong is, is like. There anything about having getting shit on it? Because I would think about it. Yeah, I I used to have a joke that my dentist used to know I wasn't flossing or wasn't wearing a thong because wait wait what was it? He knew I used to. Don't you hate when you have to lie to your dentist about that you haven't been flossing wearing a thong or something and that how my thong had like he knew i was li- i didn't oh, wear it because my thong had blood thong. on it oh blood yeah, on, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> no uh someone said that they wear a thong in the comments they said they wear a thong because they get acne on their butt cheeks okay and then they don't when they wear a thong someone said um no that was a good reason someone said i use cotton thongs and they are the most comfortable underwear i've ever had i don't Someone says, I don't like feeling the sensation of the underwear edge on my cheeks. When I regular, wear regular underwear, I feel the line on my butt of where the underwear ends. Um, yeah. Okay. So I guess that's settled, but I still maintain that I think they're mostly for Louis, avoiding panty lines and I don't like them. I'll buy a thong and I'll wear it all day and I'll see. Just I think to it's see. different with, with balls and stuff, you know, like oh, because yeah. it really pulls. Sometimes even my, I have like a baggy pussy day and I don't want it to be so scrunched up in that thong. <laughs> And sometimes it splits your vagina in half. Like the thong rides up in the like in between your vagina too. Like Noah giving a blowjob. Yeah, it splits your tits with her nose. <laughs> Callback. Um, like eighty three episodes. Eighty four episodes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, this is from the subreddit Bone Apple Tea, which is a great one for uh, us because it's about mispronunciations and mis miswritten things. And it's you know obviously Bone Appetit. Someone just one time on the internet wrote Bone Apple Tea instead, and everyone thought it was so funny. So this is from the subreddit Bone Apple Tea, and it says, and it's a review of a business, and it's giving it one star. And this is someone writing a review of a business who just didn't really know how to, what this turn of phrase is. And maybe you recognize this, Andrew. What kind of business is this? They hire off-putting delivery drivers who look sketchy and like hoodlums. Off-putting? Putting. I mean, Dude, you're not the only one. I don't think I'm alone. Pudding. There it is, folks. Did she get shit for it? No, I mean it's it's a screen grab of someone else. You know what I mean? Oh, like so you don't see it. comments yeah. on it. Um, it? Feels nice. I love it. So then there was uh, the uh, ask Reddit men of Reddit. What's something you've always wanted to ask a woman but thought it was would be too embarrassing to ask them? So some of the questions mm. are as it loads. So sorry, come on. Do you ever know yeah, that what? What do you, you want to ask me, Andrew? You get rid of fat underneath your chin by putting your tongue on the roof of your mouth. I just thought of it because of the Peter thing. If you suck on the roof of your mouth, this fat will suck, will go in. Well, I re- remember girls used to be able to do like a froggy thing where you go like, and I think that's where. Oh, you're, whoa! You know, yeah. It, I think that's doing it. So, final thought: Men have read it. What's something you always wanted to ask a woman but thought it would be too embarrassing to ask? Someone said, I always assumed periods were a constant stream of blood. Apparently, this is like a cut, as another Redditor put it. Apparently, this is wrong. So how does it work? Small gushes? So he didn't think it was blood gushing out all the time. He just mm-hmm. meant during your period, it was constantly dripping out. 
is that something you relate to thinking? Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, sure. Okay. I thought that was interesting. I don't I probably, think it's constant, but I... I would probably I, think the same thing. Is it? No. It's like, it comes out like with your muscle, like when you sneeze, when you ex- when you get up from a chair, different like kinds of gravity push it out, but it is... And then there's there's days where it's heavy, there's days where it's light, and it can go back and forth between those days. It's not like it starts light, goes to heavy, and then goes light again. It's not always like that. Right, Noah? Would you say the same thing? Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. So wait, it starts and it's heavy. gooey and warm. But sometimes it can go start light, go heavy, go back to light, go back to heavy. Like, it's not one, like, you know, Stream. curve. Like, it's like a, family, like a family guy bit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Kanye fucking freestyle. Um, here's another question. Do you really like it when men roll up their sleeves? Oh, that is a good question. I loved that question. And the truth is, yes. Because it just looks like you're getting down to business. With every shirt? Someone said, yes. Can't really tell you why. Something about the forearms. It's important to note that it's a phenomenon specific to having long sleeves that are rolled up. A shirt with three-quarter sleeves does not produce the same effect. Noah? I never thought you, about it, but yeah, I guess I do like it when sleeves get It just up. already like gets me kind of horned up to think about that, to think about my guy rolling up his sleeves. Yeah, it's like I'm yeah. down to fuck. Like, I'm ready to go. Um, or build you a house. Uh, okay, let's go to uh, one more thing. Oh, okay, you know I love... Um, foreigners doing American accents or like non-speaking English people doing fake English. It's just so funny to me to hear what we sound like to other people. So this is an Irish man doing an American accent, a thick Irish accent. You can hear it slip out sometimes, but he's pretty good at say. And this is the funniest part about this is the things he picks to say that are so American. And this guy is so hot, by the way. And this is on TikTok cringe. Howdy dudes. Sorry to barge in on your game of Texas hold them, but I have not chill news. Hmm. Brett and Cody are in hospital. They were driving their Mustang Chevrolet truck up in Boston City, but the motorway was slippy, and they almost hit tree trees and ended up hitting a Starbucks bullet. Starbucks. Uh, the, the car looks like absolute shite, but, but the boys will be grand. Hey, the American football match. Wow. Is that a HD television? H-H. Remarkable. Remarkable. Pass me some crisps and a red solo cup and a Budweiser camouflage. A Budweiser camouflage. A Starbucks bullet factory. <laughs> Wait, what? Is he an actor? No, I mean, he's just a fucking Irish TikTok guy, but he should be. He's gorgeous, man. Yeah, he's a good looking man. Uh, but I just like the idea of what people think of us. A Starbucks bullet factory or whatever the fuck he said. I mean, he, um, he nailed it. I just send me any people doing fake English things. I love when we're made fun of by other people. To close this out, um, I liked this. What life hack became your daily routine? What life hack became your... This is from Ask Reddit. Hmm. Um, Someone said, I flip my pill bottles after taking them so I remember if I took them or not. Really helps if you take the same pill in the morning and at night. Wow, that's a good one. That is good. Because I really forget if I I take shit all the time. I forget every time. And I only take one pill now. Wow, that's good. Okay. Someone said, sleeping with a pillow between my knees, no more lower back pain. Um, someone said, the chef who taught me to cook said at the, at the get-go, 90% of cooking is cleaning. So just like clean while you cook, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, someone said, don't put it down, put it away. Don't, yes. don't put it down, That's like put that, it yeah. away. Yeah. That's so good. Because then you're going to have to do it twice. Um, 
Uh, washing dishes while cooking. Someone said uh, that's another one of those cooking ones. I bought 24 pairs of the same socks and threw the rest of mismatching ones away. Man, I got to do that. But I can never find a sock I want to commit to. I don't understand where they go. I know it's an old hack, but boy, where, where does that... Where the fuck do they go, man? Well, uh, you just learned how to clean out the dryer lint thing, so maybe they're all in there. You didn't know that <laughs> oh, that was a thing to clean out. I thought out. that was socks in there. Someone said... Uh, moisturizing my face right after a shower. Oh God! Welcome to being a woman. Is that a, that's a man? I'm sure. Um, someone said bringing what, tissues in the bed before you masturbate. Oh, so you yeah. don't have to get up and like carry the puddle to the Ugh, yeah, or, or just, walk with it on you. Yeah. When I'm trying to sleep in bed at night, I go over what I did that day and think of everything I did in a positive light or as. If it's part of the goal I'm working towards. Wow, is this fucking Kanye? I've never been depressed or at least diagnosed with it, but this helps feeling like I've accomplished something and I can feel better about what I've done. Celebrate every little thing you did and also it helps me fall asleep a bit faster. That's good to go over your day even if it's been completely worthless to go, this one thing helped me get to this next thing. Like counting sheep reminds me of. Counting crows. Counting crows. It's been a long day and I spend most of it in bed, but at least I can say that. Maybe I'll write a bit about depression someday and be able to use what I learned today. Okay, right? I mean, even even on a day where you spend all day in bed, maybe that day is, maybe something that happened that day is going to lead towards, there's no wasted moments. But God, it feels like it, especially like that last riff. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening (laughs) to the podcast. I got zoned in. It zoned me in, though. Oh, man. I I felt like you were zoned out. But I was zoned out while being zoned in, if that makes sense. No, it it seems like a compliment wrapped in an insult. That's what it was. (laughs) We got to (laughs) go to Perfect Stranger Set. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you tomorrow on the podcast. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube. Hey, I'm coming to Austin coming up and also a lot of other dates. Winnipeg, Vancouver, Austin, other places in Texas. Uh, fucking Nashville, Nashville, Ryman Auditorium. Um, <laughs> I mean, so many dates. I, I can't even like Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Fort Lauderdale, New Orleans, Houston, Dallas. Come uh, out and meet us. VIP um, tickets available at, uh, you know, they'll be at the, the uh, if, you, if you can't get them online, you can purchase them at the merch booth too. So um, I hope to meet you guys there and see you there. I can't wait. Um, all right. That's it for us. Don't be cut and Jack Osborne. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. 
Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.